so the thing I was really surprised by. So this, there were lots of, and the reason, the reason why a lot of this house looks very much like ideal male living space vibes, just in the sense of it's not. Um, so Paris Hilton is actually like building a dream house. So this is like a, it's an interim house. Uh, and so you go into the front door and there's like all like lots of just his stuff sort of around the, the scene where his mum is in, like, it's just, it's just a room filled with chairs. Like that's it. It looks like what? an, um, it looks like an old age home or like, it looks it, like an old, like elderly home or a hospital it, or something that felt really does, unsettling. Yeah. It really, it really, really does. That's what the that's what the vibe was. I was trying to work out what what it felt like because at first, because what I wrote down was it look this looks like a waiting room of some description. Yeah. Why, why are there so many chairs in this room? Yeah, yeah. It look. I mean, it looks. Yeah, it looks like an it looks like an you know, like an elderly care center. Um, because it's also those particular kinds of chairs. They're not like you know they're sort of I don't I don't know how to describe them other than like that's the type of how the chairs you see when you go to like. A hospital or um not a hospital but like i don't know like a sort of like bougie like you know doctor's office or something um but mm. also a care home that's really what i think of it looks like it looks like a care home um and i volunteered in a care home for like a fair bit when i was younger and so it just took it took me right it took me right back to that <laughs> uh which is to say that this is yeah there's like it's kind of quite a lot of empty space around here um, I thought that was kind of interesting though, only to the extent that, and we'll go on to this in a set, we'll go on to this like a little bit later in the episode. Um, but there are lots of stories, but even actually, you know, even, even before that. So one of the things about MTV Cribs, um, and some of like the backstories behind it have often been that like the producers making these shows, like really wanted to sort of amplify the sort of like back when it was like at its prime. Like the celebrities really, like they really wanted the celebrities to be as like opulent as possible, right? Mm. They needed to like live and be. And so there were lots of stories about like MTV, like, you know, helping, like putting forward like the cost so that like celebrities could like rent mansions temporarily or at least like sort of obfuscate how wealthy they were mm. um, for the sake of the show. Like during that time in the 2000s, which is when Cribs was like kind of came on the scene and was like a really big deal. Like you read some retrospectives now and there are lots of those rappers who are just kind of saying, but yeah, I was like broke for like quite a lot of it because, you know, even though I was, I think like, who was it? Was it like TI maybe? Um, but like he was quite like a well-known rapper at the time. Um, who had sort of just come on the scene and like a lot of, you know, a lot of his, like, uh, the, the persona of it was that he had lots of money and he had like, you know, all the sort of stuff that came with that money and that type of lifestyle only to then say about like a decade less later, like, yeah, I was completely broke. The record, uh, contract that I signed was like absolutely bullshit and I didn't make any money from it. And like the agency that I was with, like paid for that MTV Cribs episode. And that was also why I didn't know where anything was in the house. Ah, okay. Um, all of which is to say that like, I don't know whether Cribs has sort of changed in any way now. This does like, obviously this doesn't feel like they've given Perez like a temporary house to sort of do this episode in. I don't think he's like that important. Um, but it was, it does feel like, okay, you can, you at, at the very least, like, okay, we can see that you actually live in here. Right. Mm. Um, which is very different to like some of the more sort of contemporary housing kind of content that we'll talk about later on. Um, and it does seem like with Cribs, and I haven't watched an episode of Cribs for a very, very, very long time. Um, but I think one of the things I sort of give it credit for is at least that like they are looking at a space which does 
kind of look lived in. Mm. But like, d- does Hilton's place look lived in? I'm not even sure it does. I mean, it looks lived into the sense that like this is sort of like a very nice but like temporary setup while he gets his like massive mansion built. My question was like, how do you? How are you affording it? Like, you're not really doing anything. Like, does your blog really make that much money? Like, are you like, are there residuals that you make? I don't like, I don't understand how this can be possible, right? Like, he should be downsizing. He should be like scaling <laughs> downwards. I don't understand how, like, you know, especially because what well, he's in LA, right? And so it's sort of none of this. This that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I know that I know the website still exists. Yeah, but like, who's going to Perez Hilton? anymore. I don't, I don't understand. Who's doing that? Um, He has published a book of memoirs. I don't know how much money he'd have made from that. I don't think you make that much money from I. I don't know. Like you can't. There are lots of questions that I have in terms of like the potential, like the possibilities of doing so. And also just like, I don't know, because like Perez Hilton is not, um, you know, is not shy from bullshitting. So like, and this is the other element too, like celebrities who sort of become like, who do this stuff for publicity and are sort of like trying to obfuscate their own sort of position in order to do that. Um, it would be very funny if like he just showed up like at random building site and being like, yeah, this is my dream house. Um, and there's no proof to say that it doesn't belong to me. Well, he's, ri- he's written a fair number. He's written a fair number of, of books. He's written a children's mm. book, but it was a, but this was, but this was, this was a while ago. Maybe he's yeah. a, maybe he's a really, really smart investor. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really, doesn't 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 really like say much. This wasn't a particularly interesting episode, or this wasn't a particularly interesting segment of it. Um, but I think, yeah, I was I was sort of interested in it just in terms of I I I hadn't realized that Cribs was still going on. Obviously, it doesn't really have that same appeal to me as it did. And um, so I thought I thought we could like I thought we could also compare it to like one of the OG episodes of like Cribs that um is one of the most famous ones uh like one of the most famous segments and that is uh the red man's red man staten island de la casa which was filmed in and uh broadcast in 2001 um this is one of the most famous episodes of cribs because of the backstory um when i was talking about how mtv really wanted like the people on their show to um like really show off how kind of rich they were or like how opulent their lives were they offered to rent red man a mansion to do this thing and red man said no i want you to i want i want you to actually film how i live and i think it really pays off because when i talk about ideal male living spaces this is the ideal male living space that i want to have um i am willing to leave my house with my with my beautiful wife and my big bed to go live in red man's ideal male living space <laughs> um yeah. So I, I sent this to you. What, what did you think? Like I, you, you said that you were very charmed by it. I was very, I was very charmed by it. Um, I, I really, I really liked the, uh, the, yeah. I, I also read the thing about him insisting on doing it in his actual flat. <laughs> I, I like, I like how, how incredibly like a, like a kind of first rented flat after university. Yeah sort of vibe it had like it had a kind of poorly put together like bookshelf kind of groaning down with dvds and they kind of just sort of <laughs> closed up on his dvds and it's just so much pornography but then <laughs> but like just like all like all this like kind of porn but like but like alongside like a dvd of rushmore 
which, <laughs> which I just thought was, which I just thought was very, I just thought was very sweet. He had his cousin just like lying on the floor, just yeah. like chilling out. Um, <laughs> what was yeah, he has it? He, he has he has his dream. I think I think one of my favorite elements of this was the Dreamcast. Yeah. So, so in the beginning, yeah. like he's showing like his sort of like you know you know your sort of conventional like console game setup you have your big tv and you have all your consoles and the thing and like the console that he's playing is the is the dreamcast and i think that's like so nice and charming and retro he's also got this like computer monitor um which i guess like you would use as a tv at the time but like one of those computer monitors that are just is just like by his bed um his bed that doesn't have a mattress cover on it um yeah, it's very again very ideal male living space. I, I find and I find that very charming. He's got like so within this is also just like how much because when I talk about like also bullshit and when uh, when I was reading some interviews with Redman about this, he was like he he did this on purpose. So um, he like he the MTV guy showed up at his house thinking that it was a joke and he was like no actually we're like this is where I live and we're going to do this. But I also wonder how much he was sort of playing into it as well because one of the very funny details I noticed in this. Um, actually, you know what, before, before I go into that funny detail, Devin, can you, can you clip the Red Pan episode, uh, or like clip a segment that you like and put it in, uh, put it either in this section or just like wherever you think is good. Um, and then back in three and two and one, one of my favorite segments of this, or by one of my favorite, like stills of this is that he's got like the Johnson's baby lotion right by his bedside table next to this really old monitor and mm-hmm. his dreamcast, like uh dreamcast controller. Um, and I just, I just, I, I really just like cackled so much when I saw that. Yeah. Everything about it is delightful. And he, and he shows his little collection of aftershave in the, <laughs> yeah. in the bathroom and, so, and says, you know, this is to keep me smelling good for the women. <laughs> so nice. Just, just imagine him sitting in his like, sitting in his messy apartment with his dream pot, with his dream cast, like choosing a DVD of porn to watch. Yeah, like, what am I going to, what am I going to watch this evening? Uh, yeah. I'm just <laughs> trying, get, I'm trying to get this get the fellas round. <laughs> it, it is like the very it is like one of the most chaotic setups so you've got like all this porn but then you've got like jim carrey's liar liar in between the porn 